Welcome back to Reformed in Public. We continue with the reading of the demonstration of apostolic preaching. Uh, The children's book has yet to be published, but please stay tuned to future episodes. We continue with the reading. And even as the curse passed on, so also the blessing passed on to the race of him who was blessed, to each in his own order. For first of all was Shem blessed in these words, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Shem and Ham, shall be his servant. The power of the blessing lies in this, that the God and Lord of all should be to Shem a peculiar possession of worship. And the blessing extended and reached unto Abraham, who was reckoned as descended in the tenth generation from the race of Shem. And therefore the Father and God of all was pleased to be called the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, because The blessing of Shem reached out and attached itself to Abraham. Now the blessing of Japheth is on this wise. God shall enlarge unto Japheth, and he shall dwell in the house of Shem, and Ham shall be his servant. That is to say, in the end of the ages he blossomed forth at the appearing of the Lord through the calling of the Gentiles, when God enlarged unto them the calling, and their sound went out into all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. The enlarging then is the calling from among the Gentiles, that is to say, the church. And he dwells in he be unto his brethren, The house of Shem, that is, in the inheritance of the fathers, receiving in Christ Jesus the right of the firstborn, so in the rank in which each was blessed, in this that same order, through his posterity, he received the fruit of the blessing. Now after the flood, God made a covenant with all the world, even with every living thing of animals and of men that he would no more destroy with a flood all that grew upon the earth. And he set them a a sign, saying, When the sky shall be covered with a cloud, the bow shall be seen in the cloud, and I will remember my covenant, and will no more destroy by water every moving thing upon the earth. And he changed the flood of men, giving them leave to eat flesh, for from Adam the first formed until the flood men ate only of of seeds and the fruit of trees, and to eat flesh was not permitted to them. But since the three sons of Noah were the beginning of a race of men, 
God blessed them for multiplication and increase, saying, Increase and multiply, and replenish the earth, and rule it, and the fear and dread of you shall be upon every living thing of animals and upon all the fowls of the air, and they shall be to you for meat, even as the green herb, but the flesh with the blood of life ye shall not eat, for your blood also will I require at the hand of all beasts, and at the hand of man, whoso sheddeth a man's blood in return for his blood, shall it be shed, for he made man the image of God, and the image of God is the Son, after whose image man was made, and for this cause he appeared in the end of the times, that he might show the image to be like unto himself. According to this covenant, the race of man multiplied, springing up from the seed of the three, and upon the earth was one lip, that is to say, one language. And they arose and came from the land of the east, and as they went through the land, they chanced upon the land of Shinar, which was exceedingly broad, where they took in hand to build a tower. They sought means thereby to go up to heaven, and be able to leave their work as a memorial to those men who should come after them, and the building was made with burnt bricks and bitumen, and the boldness of their audacity went forward, as they were all of one mind and consent, and by means of one speech they served the purpose of their desires, but that the work should advance no further, God divided their tongues, that they should longer be able to understand one another. And so they were scattered and planted out and took possession of the world and dwelt in groups and companies, each according to his language, whence came the diverse tribes and various languages upon the earth. So then, whereas three races of men took possession of the earth, and one of them was under the curse, and Two under the blessing, the blessing first of all came to Shem, whose race dwelt in the east, and held the land of the Chaldeans. In process of tithe, that is to say, in the tenth generation after the flood, Abraham appeared, seeking for the God who by the blessing of his ancestor was due and proper to him. And when urged by the eagerness of his spirit, he went all about the world, searching where God is and failed to find out. God took pity on him, who alone was silently seeking him, and he appeared unto Abraham, making himself known by the word, as by a beam of light. For he spake with him from heaven and said unto him, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, and come into the land that I will show thee, and there dwell, 
and he believed the heavenly voice, being then of ripe age, even seventy years old, and having a wife, and together with her, he went forth from Mesopotamia, taking with him Lot, the son of his brother, who was dead. And when he came into the land which now is called Judea, in which at that time dwelt seven tribes descended from Ham, God appeared unto him in a vision, and said, To thee I will give this land, and to thy seed after thee, for an everlasting possession. And he said that his seed should be a stranger in the land, sorry, a stranger in a land, not their own, and should be evil entreated there, being afflicted and in bondage four hundred years, and in the fourth generation should return unto the place that was promised to Abraham, and that God would judge that race which had brought his seed into bondage, and that Abraham might know as well the multitude as the glory of his seed, God brought him forth abroad by night, and said, Look upon the heaven, and behold the stars of the heaven. If thou sh be able to number them, so shall thy seed be. And when God saw the undoubting and unwavering certainty of his spirit, he bare witness unto him by the Holy Spirit, saying in the scripture, And Abraham believed, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. And he was uncircumcised when this witness was born, and that the excellency of his faith should be made known by a sign, he gave him circumcision, a seal of the righteousness of that faith which he had in uncircumcision. And after this there was born to him a son, Isaac, from Sarah, who was barren, according to the promise of God. And him he circumcised according to that which God had covenanted with him, and of Isaac was Jacob born, and on this wise the original blessing of Shem reached to Abraham. This is explained by the command above on the blessing of Shem, which did not say, Blessed be Shem, but blessed be the Lord, the God of Shem, meaning that God should be to Shem a peculiar possession of worship. That may have been a note. And on this wise, the original blessing of Shem reached to Abraham, and from Abraham to Isaac, and from Isaac to Jacob, the inheritance of the spirits being imparted to them. For he was called the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob and the God and and the God of Jacob and Jacob begot twelve sons from whom the twelve tribes of Israel were named. And when famine had come upon all the earth, it chanced that in Egypt alone there was food, and Jacob with all his seed removed and dwelt in Egypt. 
and the number of all that migrated was threescore and fifteen souls, and in four hundred years, as the oracle had declared beforehand, there became six hundred and sixty thousand, and because they were grievously afflicted and oppressed through evil bondage, and sighed and groaned unto God, the God of their fathers Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, he brought them out of Egypt by the hand of Moses and Aaron, smiting the Egyptians with ten plagues, and in the last plague sending and destroying sending a destroying angel and slaying their firstborn both of man and of beast were from he saved the children of israel revealing in a mystery the sufferings of christ by the sacrifice of a lamb without spot and giving its blood to be smeared on the houses of the hebrews as a sure precaution and the name of this mystery is Passion, the source of deliverance, and dividing the Red Sea, he brought the children of Israel with all security to the wilderness. And as the pursuing Egyptians who followed them and entered into the sea, they were all overwhelmed, this judgment of God coming upon those who had iniquitously oppressed the seed of Abraham, and in the wilderness Moses received the law from God, the ten words on tables of stone written with the finger of God. Now the finger of God is that which is stretched forth from the Father in the Holy Spirit, and the commandments and ordinances which he delivered to the children of Israel to observe, and the tabernacle of witnesses and the tabernacle of witness he constructed by the command of God. The visible form on the on earth of those things which are spiritual and invisible in the heavens, and a figure of the form of the church, and a prophecy of things to come, in which also were the vessels and altars of sacrifice, and uh, the ark in which he placed the tables of the law, and he appointed as priest Aaron and his sons, assigning the priesthood to all their tribe, and they were the, of the seed of Levi. Moreover, this whole tribe he summoned by the word of God to accomplish the work of service in the temple of God, and gave them the Levitical law to shew what and what manner of men they ought to be, who are continually employed in performing the service of the temple of God. And when they were near to the land which God had promised to Abraham and his seed, Moses chose a man from every tribe and sent them to search out the land and the cities therein and the dwellers in the cities at that time. God revealed to him the name which alone is able to save them that believe thereon. And Moses changed the name of Oshia, the son of Nun, one of them that were sent, and named him Jesus. And so he sent them forth with the power of the name, believing that he should receive them back safe and sound through the guidance of the name which came to pass. Now when they had gone and searched and inquired, they returned, bringing with them a bunch of grapes, and some of the twelve who were sent cast the whole multitude into fear and dismay, saying that the cities were exceeding great, 
and walled, and the sons of the giants dwelt therein, so that it was not possible for them to take the land, and thereupon it fell out that all the multitude wept, failing to believe that it was God who should grant them power to and subjugate all to them, and they spake evil also of the land as not being good, and as though it were not worth while to undergo the danger for the sake of such a land. But two of the twelve, Jesus the son of Nun, and Caleb the son of Jephunneh, rent their clothes for the evil that was done, and besought the people not to be disheartened, nor lose their courage, for God had given all into their hands, and the land was exceeding good. And when they believed not, but the people still continued in the same unbelief, God changed and altered their way, that they should wander desolate and sore smitten in the desert, and according to the days that they were in going and returning, who had spied out the land, and these were forty in number, setting a year for a day, he kept them in the wilderness for the space of forty years, and none of those who were full grown and had understanding counted he worthy to enter into the land because of their unbelief, save only the two who had testified of the inheritance, Jesus the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Jephunneh, and those who were quite young and knew not the right hand and the left. So all the unbelieving multitude perished and were consumed in the wilderness, receiving one by one the due reward of their want of faith. But the children, growing up in the course of forty years, filled up the number of the dead. When the forty years were fulfilled, the people drew near to the Jordan and were assembled and arrayed over against Jericho. Here Moses gathered the people together and summed up all afresh, proclaiming the mighty works of God even unto that day, fashioning and preparing those that had grown up in the wilderness to fear God and keep his commandments, imposing on them as it were a new legislation, adding to that which was made before, and this was called Deuteronomy, and in it were written many prophecies concerning our Lord Jesus Christ, and concerning the people, and also concerning the calling of the Gentiles, and concerning the kingdom.